This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kiaro, hola. Jambon bote. Salam. Omidvaram emruz ruz khubi dashte bashid. You're currently tuned into Refugee Youth Corner, a podcast by Red Cross Youth that shares refugee stories, dastan, experiences, and cultural knowledge. Farhang. We play good music too. Please make sure to tune in every second Saturday of the month at 10 a.m. Hi everyone, you're listening to uh, Refugee Youth Corner here on Plains FM. Um, today in studio you have me, Elizabeth, and Nagus. And Nagus, and um, we are going to be speaking about the month of Ramadan and what that means for Muslims around the world. Uh, Nagus is just going to be telling us a little bit about what the holy month of Ramadan means and also what kind of um, things are done during that month and this would be we think this would be a great way for people in the community to understand uh, what happens around Ramadan so you can be better friends and colleagues <laughs> to people that are from Muslim backgrounds so um, Negus um, tell me a little bit about Ramadan what does that mean for you we fast uh, one month every year and we fast from sunset, uh, sunrise to sunset. During this month, all Muslims around the world uh, fast at the uh, at the same time. Oh, that's that's amazing. So, um, when you so when you say from sunrise to sunset, like briefly New Zealand time, what time are you? Do you think? I think the, it's a start uh, for uh, or five a.m. Uh, until uh, 8 p.m. Okay. Yeah. And during that time, you don't eat or drink yeah. at all. Wow. We can eat. <laughs> that's amazing. So um, why is Ramadan important? Like, why uh, why do Muslims fast, you know, during Ramadan? Oh, uh, during this month, um, we think about the poor uh, and uh, the fast. Uh, they don't have food mm. or water. Uh, another reason uh, that we fast is to get close to God. Uh, we will we will we uh, and also will we uh, fast. It's not about eating mm. or drinking. It's about uh, be, uh, being uh, good and how we speak, how we act uh, mm. with people. Yeah. So all about being kind and charitable. And, and just being humble enough to be in the same position as people that do not have food and water to drink. Yeah, just uh, like contact oh. with other people. That's amazing. And what's your favorite thing about Ramadan? Um, my favorite thing is uh, we can uh, we can be kind about the other people. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. So I think it's good for uh, me to understand how uh, they sing yes. or how they so doing. putting yourself in other people's shoes uh yeah pretty much oh that's that's <laughs> really amazing um thank you negus and speaking of charity um my next guest is gonna talk about a project that she did in pakistan 
and um yeah so keep it locked and um stay on so you can listen to that wonderful interview Elizabeth and I'm your host for Refugee Youth Corner. Uh, today we are going to be discussing an amazing, amazing young person, young lady that has such an inspiring story of success, resilience and humanity. Um, our guest today is Saba, a Muslim woman from Afghanistan, a Red Cross volunteer, mother, wife and most importantly humanitarian. Sabar and her husband Bariz in the recent past were celebrated around the country by various refugee platforms and the media for lifting 51 Afghans out of poverty to honor the 51 Christchurch mosque victims. And this project is called Giving Back for 51. Thank you, Sabah, for honoring us with your presence today. 
Thank you so much, Lisa, for having me here. It's my uh, first podcast and I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it goes well. <laughs> I know it will go well. Um, and, you know, feel free, you know, this is a safe space. Yeah. And, you know, feel free to share as much as you want to share. You know, it's your story and we appreciate any fraction of your story that you give us today. Yeah. Um, so... Tell me a little bit about yourself, um, where you come from, just a little bit about your background. Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Peshawar, Pakistan, and I was uh, living there as Afghan refugee uh, with my whole family, of course. Oh. And um, in 2017, uh, my family and I, we all decided to go to Afghanistan due to conflict between mm. the governments of uh, Pakistan and Afghanistan mm. uh, and the refugee situation was a little bit like getting more bad mm. at that time mm. uh, so we decided to go back to Afghanistan although the war was still happening uh, in the country but we were tired of mm. being away from Afghanistan yes, being yeah. from homeland you know living our life like refugee uh, so it was tiring. Yes. And we decided to go back and have that feeling of, you know, homeland. Yes, and, yes, and, yes, and yes, yes. Decided to go back. So in 2017, we uh, moved back to Afghanistan and I lived here for a year. Mm. And then my husband, he is a New Zealand citizen. And yeah. He applied for my visa. Yes. Then I came to New Zealand in mm. the beginning of 2018. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm here since 2018 in Christchurch. Yeah. And uh, that must yeah. have been really difficult. I can imagine leaving one country that is not as stable for another one that is not as stable. Yeah. And wow, I'm just yeah, I can't the, imagine. Yeah, the only yeah. like I mean the hard the hardest thing for me was to not completing my education. Mm. You know, when I was in Pakistan, I yes, yeah, I I wanted to go to academic, um, you know, education yes. and have that. Uh, um, have my degree mm. and I dreamed my whole childhood about that and yes, when I yeah. um, when the time come when I went to get admission mm. to universities every time I got rejected because of you know I was a refugee and yes, there was yeah. not much seats for refugees in uh, in Pakistan and, mm. and, and universities so it was hard and then when I went to Afghanistan uh, again uh, it was hard for us to get admission because of our uh, documents mm. and then when i came to new zealand as a visitor visa yeah. and here also Same i couldn't issue. study yeah yeah so the probably the education was very much uh, hard part of my life still yeah. i'm struggling to complete my education and yeah. i hope yeah i get there yeah and like um somebody that's born in another country how do you feel trying to connect to your own culture do you find that sometimes it's a bit difficult because you were born in Pakistan, or is it something that's easier because you went to Afghanistan at a younger age? Uh, honestly, uh, I always have cultural issue with mm. myself because mm. um, I was born in different country, although there was a lot of Afghans around us, but still, uh, I, uh, I can't, like I, I'm not mm. fully aware of Afghan culture, yes, yes, and yeah. I, I, I did, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't enjoy fully, mm. you know, the culture of Pakistan. I couldn't call myself yes, Pakistani, yes, yeah. so I was in between. Yes. You know what I mean? I always was in between, and then, um, but now I see it as that that uh, I, 
you know, I will, I, I, I don't want to call myself yeah. from one specific yes. place. Both you know, of I, them, you I, know. I, yeah, I just want to enjoy and contribute. Yes. Uh, um, so I think this is the posi- positive part of it mm. that I have come to conclusion to not just, uh, you know, not just, uh, what do you say? Like focus uh, on one. Uh, yeah, yeah, not just say that I belong from this yes, specific yeah. culture. Yeah. Uh, I just want to explore more mm. more about other cultures yes. and, and and now I see it as a, in a, as a positive mm. so it made you more open minded open minded about the person yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great it's sad but you know sometimes we go through certain challenges in life you know to put us in a better position eventually yeah. and you're able to have that understanding about people that struggle with their identity and how to support them better yeah yeah Yeah. And that's lovely. Um, so what do you miss about Afghanistan? Uh, I miss, um, you know, in the mornings in Afghanistan, mm. when you walk in the streets, there's a different smell of breads, mm. fresh breads. Mm. Uh, so I miss that a lot. Mm. Every morning in Afghanistan, uh, bakeries, they make fresh breads. And yeah. there are bakeries Uh, almost in every street mm-hmm. uh, so uh, you feel you smell that you know yes, every yeah. morning and you feel that here is more you know th- yeah. this is the beginning of the day yeah so i miss that in in christchurch in new zealand mm-hmm. uh, there's not much bakery and yeah. uh, this is something that i i miss a lot about, about afghanistan yeah. about home yeah. yeah the smell of mm. bakeries <laughs> yeah and this uh, i feel like one thing that a lot of people don't realize it doesn't matter how unstable your country is yeah. or your home of origin home is home you yeah, know yeah. despite the challenges there's still so many beautiful things that you can only experience you of know course, at home course, yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely i mean the i there's different beauties mm. you can't compare yes you know? yeah um the different different beauty in afghanistan is a country full of mountains and mm. um different tribes yes, different yeah. cultures yeah. different languages mm-hmm. and so uh, different beauties you can when you you can go there and mm-hmm. you you feel that yeah yeah, yeah. You, you feel that difference yeah and um oh yeah so when was the last time you were in afghanistan So I went last time in the 2020 mm-hmm. um, to establish 51 micro businesses yes. um, for our project mm-hmm. uh, to honor 51 um, lives that was martyred in in Christchurch yes, to yeah. mosques. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I we went to Afghanistan for three months, mm. and we uh, yeah we went there to uh, to do the project to do the project. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, what was, uh, okay, I know the inspiration behind it, but how did you come up with the idea? Uh, so I have to talk about 15th of March. Yes, <laughs> now, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, If you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so when 15th of March happened, um, it was obviously a very dark day for mm-hmm. all the uh, Muslim community and all Kiwis. Yes. Um, and, and so for my husband and I, we both were very much in shock and mm. in, uh, 
um, in a in a big trauma. You know, I I personally came from a country that that is uh, like in a war zone, yes. almost blasts and firing yeah. every week happens there. Yeah. But that's something is expected in a war zone mm, country. Mm. In Christchurch, you feel like there is uh, safety mm. and there's uh, you know no blasts, yes, and no yes. firing, yeah. nothing. And suddenly, when something happens like that, it's 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 a big shock. Mm. You know? So my husband and I, we both were very much in in, in shock. And uh, but uh, like you know, when these passed away, we were like, uh, how are we gonna cope with this feeling? You yes, know, we yeah. feel so down yeah. and uh, low. How can we like change that feeling? Yes. You know, to feel good, to yes. feel better. Yeah. Uh, then we we start talking about like how can we transform that energy mm. you know into something like positive, positive the, the yeah. energy that right now we talk every time about March 15 mm. about you know uh, this thing that happened why mm. it happens mm. so how can we turn that into something positive um, then yeah we start talking about that uh, project 51 because we always wanted to do something uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, but uh, the idea just structurally comes yes. to uh, in, in our mind at that time. At that time, yeah. And uh, we are blessed that everything comes so smoothly. Mm. Uh, like we were a little bit surprised at how smoothly everything was yes, uh, yeah. happening. Yeah. You know, we did. We just uh, write it down our proposal. Mm. We were at the university mm. li um, library. Yes. And every day we used to talk about it and. Um, you know, write it uh, points about the project. Mm. Here we go, and uh, this is our next step. Yeah. Now we're gonna do, and uh, then we uh, opened a give a little page. Yes, and, yeah. And uh, uh, when we opened give a little page, we were expecting to not get funding. Mm. Um, you know, it will take time maybe for public to believe in our project yes, and to yeah. trust us. Mm. But when we published a proposal. Uh, it was amazing. The, the, the love we received uh, for the project, yeah. the people, they, they blindly, you know, they put it their trust to their uh, project. Yes, yeah. And they funded us and we got funding mm. um, very much easily, you know, wow. and, uh, and, and, and even um, like we were surprised. It was so overwhelming. Yeah. It, it was very much, I, I mean, I can't express the love that we received. Uh, for our project at that time, it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so with that money, we traveled to Afghanistan and we established 51 micro businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, we we not just wanted to establish micro businesses; we wanted to film the process mm -hmm. uh, to capture those moments, mm -hmm. uh, uh, to show back those moments uh, to the people in in New Zealand. Yes. For those that showed us so much love, you know that hey, this is something you did, you know. You did in, in, in other part of the yeah. world. Um, so we wanted to show that uh, to other people. And uh, uh, right now we are working on the uh, uh, the, the, the documentary that yes. we, yeah. the films that we captured in Afghanistan and it's in the process. Mm. And hopefully, hopefully at the uh, next year, you'll um, be able to, yeah, to, we, show that. to show that. Yeah, yeah that's and really amazing. Yeah. I am very proud of you both. It, okay. it takes a lot of courage and strength to do what you did, you know, mm. turning your pain into something beautiful in terms of deciding to focus more on the people that are here now. I mean, you honor the ones that have passed away, but then you focus on the ones that are here and you're like, okay, how can I give back to these communities? Mm -hmm. And because the ones that are gone would want you to do that yeah. and they would want the community to 
come together and help each other. So what yeah. you did is absolutely amazing, and I'm I'm just excited to see how far this is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just tell me a little bit about you know when you went to Afghanistan, how people um how people received the project. You know, like oh. when you're on ground, because you know sometimes when you have an idea about something. In theory, it's so much easy. You think, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. But sometimes you forget that you're working with different personalities and different cultural groups and expectations. So mm-hmm. when you go to on the ground is where the real work begins. Yeah. And sometimes it's really difficult. Yeah. So tell me about that experience when you're in Afghanistan, especially because when you live in a Western society, I mean, even though you're the same culture, you're yeah. still viewed as different when you go back home. Um, so, were there any challenges around that? And uh, I personally yeah. grew up near to Afghanistan. Yeah. You know, Pakistan is neighbor to yeah. Afghanistan, yeah. so I know about everything. Yes. Yeah. So I was aware. But my husband, yeah, of course, he mm. was five years old when he moved mm. to New Zealand. Mm. So he is. Uh, Kiwi. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, but yeah, when we went there, um, we were lucky that we contacted an organization in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had the lists already, you mm-hmm. know, the people that are were registered with that organization. Yeah. Um, that they wanted to do something in their lives, but they didn't mm-hmm. have the opportunity or anything. And also my mother, um, she, uh, she was the... Uh, leading us there she was giving her time and she was volunteering yeah. uh, her time with the with us with the project my, yes, my yeah. 15 year old bl- brother he was also volunteering with us so they were fully aware of the country yes and um, fully aware of the areas mm. the culturally the people yeah. you know everything so you had that local uh, connection. the local connection yeah. helped us a lot yeah. and also the organization that was there in afghanistan they helped us with the people mm. so they give us a list of 70 to 75 people um, mm. you know individuals lists that uh, that we had to interview before yes um, yeah. you know to select unfortunately yeah. we had the privilege to select them yes although all of them they they uh, deserve it they deserve it yeah you know the funding can only go so far to so far yeah. yeah so we we yeah interviewed um almost um 70 to 75 people and we uh, selected uh, 51 uh, people yes and um, then uh, it was hard it mm. was hard so especially when you heard stories mm. and uh, uh, sometimes I was uh, tired yeah. you know I was like feeling emotionally too much emotionally exhausted, exhausted yeah. and mm. uh, there was not uh, like and, and we had very much short time you know yes. we had to complete this in mm. three months and mm. wow. it was it was hard yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes we feel emotionally um, you know uh, Drained. drained. Yeah. But we went when we, uh, when we, next day when we interview another person and we heard their story yes. and their courage and their strength mm. that they have so much hardship in their life and how positivity and how strong uh, they are standing and yeah. they are still hopeful for their life. Yes. Um, so they encouraged us mm. in the, the journey. The yes. people, you know, they yeah. when, they, when we talk to them, when they, we interview them, they encourage us motivated us even mm. more to mm. uh, work uh, in, in, in the to project. To keep going. To keep yeah. going, yeah. Yeah, so which organization was this that um, supported you with the program? It's a project, women organization in yeah. Afghanistan, and their name is um, um, 
جمعیت زنای افغانستان it's a farsi yes. sentence yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are women organizations and they mostly um, organize workshops and um, um, yeah it's, it's just a mm. safe space for women yes, so they yeah. can come and connect and yeah so uh, is yeah. everyone that benefited from the project a woman or did you no. have different men yeah, okay. so the people uh, the organizations uh, they had the list of uh, teenagers, yes. uh, ma- male, female, female yeah. uh, all of them. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, we we wanted to be um, between women and men. To empower everyone. Uh, everyone, yes, yeah. We yeah. don't want it to just go with uh, yeah, only women or yeah. one not another yeah. group because yeah. everybody deserved and definitely, everybody uh, definitely. Um, who were in the list. Yeah. Um, they all... Um, deserved uh, to be you know to get that opportunity, that opportunity to, yeah. to move on in their lives yeah yeah so um was it different kinds of businesses that were set up or was it one specific business uh, different types of okay. business uh, so mostly women's um i want to share one story it's okay. very much inspiring okay. to yeah. me i visited a woman to interview her and she was in her 70s mm. you know and she said that the, she's a very good um you know, trailer. Yes. Uh, but she didn't have sewing machine. Yes. And I, when I interviewed her and she said, I want to make reusable bags. You know, there's yes. a trend in the world about climate yes. change. So there's wow. everywhere plastics. Yeah. I want to make uh, reusable bags mm-hmm. and I want to, uh, you know, put those bags into the bakeries. Yes. You know, yes, and, yes. and I hope people will buy from my bags. Mm. It was very much, uh, you know, for me. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. That That's a 70 year old thing yes. about climate. At, at, I mean, at, if I was in her position yeah. and my life was not. Uh, going as I planned, yes. I wouldn't even, honestly, I wouldn't even think about climate mm-hmm. and, and all because mm-hmm. I, I will think about myself and yes. my situation. And but your even needs. needs but yeah. even at that age, she was talking about, you know, climate yes. and, and this was very much inspiring. Yeah. And and then we give her the, the gifted her the sewing machine yes. and, you know, the uh, cartons, yeah. the, the, the material so she yeah. can uh, make usual bags and when we visited her after a while we saw her bags you know she wow, she was starting there that's and, really and, lovely yeah. and it just shows you that despite you know the fact that we are all different and we come from different cultures yeah. at the end of the day we're all global citizens of course yeah. and it's important that we have that responsibility to ensure that we contribute to a better world yeah and that story is absolutely fantastic and it just shows that you know there might people there might be people that ask questions like why help people that are not in New Zealand when we have people in New Zealand that are struggling? Mm. But that is why. Mm. That is why, because that lady mm. is starting a movement yeah, that yeah. is going to impact the world the eventually. World, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really amazing. Mm. Uh, and uh, wow, <laughs> I'm really proud of you. So do you see yourself um, moving forward with this project eventually? Do you have any plans to move forward? I know right now it might be quite difficult with the, the Taliban taking over and the situation at the moment. Mm. But when things come down or get better, do you have other plans to expand? Yes, of course. I mean, I already had planned to go back mm-hmm. uh, the 2022 yes but unfortunately i can't because my passport is getting expired and this passport was from previous government yes. not taliban government yes, yeah if i take a, another passport from another taliban mm. government mm. Uh, on the way to new zealand 
yeah. they won't let me yeah. even enter to the country because mm. of that passport, you know, mm-hmm. like why I hold that. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of political uh, problems, issues, like difficulties for me to even go there and come back to be with my family here. Yes, yeah. Um, so I hope things get better in Afghanistan and in, in the yeah, in the world, uh, especially the COVID is uh, around. Yes, uh, I hope yeah. things get better so I can go back and continue, you know, my mm. uh, plans. The important uh, yeah, work. The yeah. important work, mm. yeah. Um, so I pray for that and I hope I hope we get there soon. Yeah, I pray for yeah. that as well. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm super proud of you. A lot of you. things are a process and sometimes we have no control about the things that happen. Yeah. But the fact that you still have the will to do that is yeah. is inspiring and it's and is important. Yeah, and like you. personally, I know, you know, we are friends, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did say that you were looking at um, studying and getting into maybe psychology to yeah. support um, people from your community. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration around that. Um, yeah, so I real I I always since I grew up I realized I'm I enjoy to be connected with humans, mm-hmm. you know. I enjoy learn about humans, uh, about their behavior. Um so um I didn't get the opportunity in Pakistan to explore that, you yes, know, to yeah. see somebody and says you have option which you, you know department you want to enter, yeah. you know, where you want to study. Um, so I couldn't even think about that. You mm-hmm. know, I just, in Pakistan, I just uh, took the, uh, the the option that was available at that time for me. Mm-hmm. But when I came to New Zealand and recently I got my uh, residency, mm-hmm. I went to University of Canterbury and I saw an advisor there, a university advisor, and I talked with him about my likes and my, what do I want to do in my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he said, what, where do you want to go? Like, which department you want to go? And it was very much, I was like, what? That's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of options. But it's a know? new thing <laughs> as new well. New thing, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I can go to any department. Yeah. And for me, it was like a little bit, you know, um, I, I got goosebumps. Yes, like, Oh, yes. wow, I didn't know about that. that I had you know? these like, options, yeah. I have this option. And do you, you don't want to see my degree uh, about my high school mm. and education but they said they said no because uh, you're not above 22 so yeah. we don't need to see that i was like oh wow yeah. now i can explore my yes. you know likes your world is in, so much bigger bigger yes, yeah now yeah. i can understand you know myself more so here was the time that i uh, learned that maybe i psychology is good for me yes, you know because yeah. i enjoy uh, learning about humans human behavior um, so maybe that subject will be interesting for me and mm-hmm. I will enjoy learning more about, you know, human behavior. Yeah. yeah. And we, we definitely need more people in the community that are experienced in that department. So it's important work. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to seeing your journey, you know, uh, through that. And yeah. I, kn- I know you'd make like an amazing psychologist. I hope so. I know you'll do that. Um, so something less hectic. Um what are some of the things that you enjoy about New Zealand or living in New Zealand? I, um, I mean the differences, mm-hmm. you know, different cultures. I, I never knew about uh, Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. I never knew about Indian culture, uh, Middle Eastern, you know, uh, European 
Maori, and mm. uh, Pacifica, you know, there's a lot of cultures to explore in, in New Zealand. Yes. So that was so beautiful, you mm -hmm. know, when I uh, came here to see different, even just to restaurants from different countries, you know, on the road you see, and you can enter and you can eat their food yes, and yeah. see around about, you know, that's just a big blessing. Yes, and and I is, feel blessed yeah. to explore that in here in New Zealand. And uh, that's beautiful. And uh, something more about the, the beauty of nature, you see a lot the greenery uh, all around you. Uh, I think this is beautiful. Yes, you know, to yeah. I think in New Zealand, like the New Zealand is the, the only country that so far that I've been, uh, that I see grass everywhere, wow. you know, and yeah. it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I know like some people after being here for a while, especially those from different cultures, um, they struggle to maintain their own culture mm -hmm. because there's so much that you're absorbing from everywhere because it's such a multicultural country. Mm -hmm. So what are some traditions or some things that, you know, you keep to yourself to to ensure that you still stay in touch with your own culture. Uh, the, there is a lot of com like you, I can access to my own community, and you know that helps uh, people from my community being con connected with them. Um, you know they they can uh, they they will remind me about uh, my culture and my roots. But as I said in the beginning of the interview, mm -hmm. I'm a, I've become a person to um, enjoy learning, learn about differences, you yes, know? Yeah. And I'm open for that, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to learn about different humans because um, I'm a Muslim in, 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 in our holy book, in Quran, it's mentioned that uh, God says that we have created humans from different tribes yeah. and different nations yes. to know each other, you yes. know? So why not? I mean, I, I, I don't... I mean, I, I personally, this is something that I say for myself, uh, that I enjoy to learn to be with different cultures, not just, you know, stick to stick in, with yeah. one. In a, in a box. In yeah. a box, yeah. yeah. To just open, like, you know, my I want to open my mind for all the cultures yeah. and, and learn about them, their backgrounds, and, you know... Um, it's fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Um, so another thing is that sometimes I find that um, Kiwis that, you know, are from New Zealand mm -hmm. are a little bit intimidated when in interacting with people from different cultures. Mm -hmm. So is there any advice around that? Um, you mean it intimidated? Intimidating, it. yeah. So they're like... Oh, I've never really, I don't know anything about Muslim or even Middle Eastern culture. Mm. And I'm really interested, but I'm afraid that I'll say the wrong thing or I'll offend the person. So what do you think would be like the correct approach around that? I think awareness yeah. uh, helps a lot. Uh, if there will be much more awareness mm. uh, in, in New Zealand, I, I think it will be helpful for the public. Um, I've uh, I don't wanted to say that, but uh, mm. I mean it's a different topic. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Um, when I arrived, since I'm uh, in, I arrived in New Zealand, I've I've experienced a couple of times racism. You know, when I walked on the street uh, mm. because of my scarf. You yes, know, because yeah. of the way I dress up. Uh, somebody just uh, on the road and when they're driving in their car and they mm. just shout and they disrespect yes. my religion yes, or yeah. you know my uh, clothes. Mm. Um, that's and and at the first time, I, it it's not affecting me that much because um, 
I've seen a lot You've in my life. You've been through worse. Yeah, worse. Like uh, yeah worse, I've yeah. been a lot in my life, but it's not affecting me. But it's something that always, you know, comes to my mind mm. as a question that mm. this country was so peaceful mm. and there's no uh, war, there's no, like, you know, they're far away yes. from everything. Yes, and yeah. why is it happening? Uh, like, people are also like angry. Like, why is there still that ignorance? Yeah, why, yeah. why so the people are yeah. becoming so angry and they want to, you know, disrespect me just yes. because I work and this. And and I feel like this is coming from the place of unawareness. Mm. If there was more awareness about, you know, why these people are here? Mm, mm. Why are they here in New Zealand? Yes. And why, what are they doing for, they're going to do for this society? Yes, yeah. You know, they will feel uh, understanding. Mm. I don't want them to love me. Yeah. I mean, it, you can't force somebody to love you to, you know. Yeah. But at least they will understand. That and respect, war, respect mm. that why they are here, you know. Yes. Uh, so I think this is coming from the place of unawareness. Mm. And um, I've talked to, with my husband about his, you know, schooling. That hey, do you guys learn about these things? And he said no. Yeah. Unfortunately, not. We don't, mm. uh, you know, learn about different cultures yes. a lot. So I think it will be yeah. much better. You yeah. know, from the beginning. Yes. If if th- that w- understanding was there, you yeah. know. So. People, we there wouldn't be at a time to yeah. you know somebody will face that. Yeah. So yeah. um, in terms of schools, um, from some of the work that I have seen around inclusivity and diversity, mm. um, the curriculum has kind of improved. Okay. But when it comes to adults, I guess that's the biggest issue at the moment. Oh, okay. But based on what you were saying, awareness, it's really important. And there's lots of resources online. And for me, um, not, you know, to put words in your mouth, but Mm. me being an African person, I think the most important thing is asking with respect. Yeah. You know, you ask, you don't avoid people because sometimes when you avoid people, Mm -hmm. because of all the racism that they have experienced, you know, within the community, they take that as some kind of microaggression Mm -hmm. and they feel like, is this person avoiding me because of how I look or how yeah. I'm dressed or what yeah. I represent? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just that anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I think in order for people to relieve that, it's important for you to become aware of yeah. the cultures that are around you and to want to learn. Yeah. There's lots of resources out there that you can learn, learn from. Learn about yeah. yeah. And lastly, okay. before we end this interview, is there what is one thing that keeps you going, you know? Keeps me going. Yeah, uh, like something that you do or something that you have read or something that someone has told you that keeps uh, you going. I think faith. Yes. Yeah, faith. Faith, yeah. yeah. Definitely faith because when there is nothing around me, when I close my eyes, mm. I say, okay, mm-hmm. this is not the end of the world, yeah. you know. So f- definitely my faith. Yeah, d- d- f- it helps me a lot to yeah. uh, different emotions yes. in my life and yeah. it keeps me going yeah um, that's great yeah. and and um so when you went to afghanistan you took some photos yeah i took a lot of photos yes. and videos um did you publish have you published the photos already uh not all of them okay. i have a photography page in uh, in instagram okay. called sabahafra.photography yeah uh, repeat so that so that if anyone wants to yeah. have a look if you're comfortable with yeah. it of course yes. yeah, so yeah it's yeah. sabahafra.photography okay yeah. uh, it's an instagram page and uh, and uh, i was i publish a lot of uh, photos related to afghanistan there 
uh, it's been a while that I haven't posted anything. Mm -hmm. uh, but I post uh, some of my photos from the previous project that we did. And also, uh, we are working on the documentary. Um, and we are planning to, uh, you know, put lots of photos on into that documentary. Yes, yeah. And uh, I'm planning to have an exhibition oh, uh, in lovely. Christchurch yes. for my photos. Yeah. And I hope it will happen soon in uh, two to three months. Yeah, that would be uh, amazing. Yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah. And when it does happen and you have a date and a venue, we definitely will talk about it on air as well. Yeah. So people know how they can experience that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so it much, It was Lisa, lovely chatting with you. Same and here. Yeah, I look yeah. forward to bumping into you and seeing the amazing things that you are going to make out of, you know, Mm. Um, your goals and your dreams and everything. Thank you so much yeah. for having me, Lisa. Always. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening today. Uh, my name is Elizabeth, and we had Negus here as well. Um, so the show that you just listened to is Refugee Youth Corner. This is our second show. For those of you that have missed and tuned in too late, uh, please go check out the entire thing on the Plains FM website. We're Refugee Youth Corner. And uh, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcast. At the moment, uh, you are able to catch us every second um, Saturday of the month. Yes. And um, we have lots of content, so it's a variety of content. Um, the whole point of this um, radio program is just to bring awareness about uh, the young people that are part of the Red Cross crew who come from refugee backgrounds. And we will cover a whole variety of things from the experiences to their culture, to what they love, to their struggles, and also most importantly, just share knowledge about who they are and how we can all coexist as a community in Christchurch. You've been listening to Refugee Youth Corner from the Red Cross Youth Group. Make sure to tune in on the second Saturday of the month at 10 a.m. and catch the podcasts on plainsfm.org.nz and Apple Podcasts.